It's Work It on CNA 938. Hui Wong and Stanley Leong here. Now, don't let Chinese New Year pass you by without you seizing the opportunity to talk about money. The giving of red packets is such an integral part of Chinese tradition at this time of year. And for parents, this presents the perfect opportunity to teach your kids about money or at least get them interested. Now, my kid, Hui, collected what he thought was enough money after the long weekend that he proclaimed he had enough to go out and buy a car. Wait till he gets some more this weekend. Maybe he can get a house. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, which is more expensive? Yeah, okay, house is more expensive. <laughs> okay, Stanley, it looks like uh, you have your work cut out, but how <sighs> simple is it to talk about money with your little ones? Because money and finance can be such a convol- convoluted matter that even we adults struggle to grasp. Now, how can we simplify things for our kids? Let's have an adult conversation now uh, with our guest about how to have a conversation on money with young kids. Joining us on Work It now is JC Xu, a portfolio manager and equity analyst with Ford Asset Management Singapore team. JC, good to have you with us. Hi, Hui. Hi, Stanley. Hello, Thanks for having me. Happy New Year. Yeah. Now, Ford manages um, risks for your clients when they invest. So why does investing time and resources in financial literacy for the very young matter for your team? Right. So I think fundamentally, we at Ford are very passionate about financial literacy education for kids. And the backdrop to this really started when my colleague in South Africa several years ago penned two children's books to illustrate foundational principle in financial literacy, um, illustrating concepts around saving, for example, concepts around patience and long-term thinking. And for me, the first time when I came across those two children's books, it just immediately resonated with me um, because I myself have two young girls and I believe you know, having financial literacy education from a young age is so important because it sets our child, our kids up um, with the right financial habits um, as they grow up. And then these children's books are essentially the perfect platform to start having that conversation with our kids. And then the other thing we realize is essentially, if you think about children's books and the lessons that come with these stories, right? It's universal. It doesn't just, even though the books are produced in South Africa, it doesn't just apply to South Africa. You know, the lessons apply globally as well. So we thought, you know, why not bring it over here and share it with the community here in Singapore as well? So we have been um, distributing these books for a couple of years now and we intend to continue that as well and for us you know many of us are parents at Ford Asset Management and you know it was just an initiative that was very natural and, and very meaningful to, to get behind mm, yeah for sure I, I've had a, a read through uh, both those books and they're very easy to read and you know with young kids they love storybooks and it reads like a storybook but of course at the end you can always you know uh, uh, reiterate uh, perhaps the lessons that can be gleaned from reading those stories now the Chinese New Year period I believe is the perfect opportunity to kickstart a child's financial literacy journey or maybe for the slightly older ones, be a refresher for them as well. But what do you think makes CNY the perfect occasion actually to, to talk about money with our kids? Just because I guess they, they're getting quite a bit of those red packets, huh? Yeah, I think it really starts from the red packets, right? Because, you know, I mean, they go visiting, they get it from their relatives, grandparents and you know, at a very early age, when my daughter was two last year, for example, you know, she didn't want the rate packets because she had no concept of what you can use the money to do. Fast forward to this year, I think it's finally the first year where <laughs> you know she realized what she can do with the money because you know recently she 
found this vending machine near my place and you know we gave her some coins you could use it to buy things and so this year she was like oh Popo gave me this red packet I could use the money inside to buy these things from this vending machine so definitely the perfect time to start having that conversation around money and mm. spending occasions to do that. Right. So what are some practical steps, um, you know, in inculcating in our young children what money is, the value they hold, and our kids can truly appreciate it? Yeah, I think I can think the vending machine would be a great uh, place to perhaps uh, impart some of the value of money. Yeah, I, I think, you know, for many kids in Singapore, if we think about the journey of money, I mean, even myself growing up, the first time where I truly appreciated the value of money was probably in primary school, right? When our parents gave us pocket money for the first time. And it was really that ownership because it's the first time we get full ownership of the money. We get to decide what we want to do with that pocket money in school during recess. Do you want to buy this food? Do you want to, instead of buying food, go to the bookshop and buy color pencil or even toys, right? So for me, I think the key to having having our kids really appreciate what money is, the value of money, what they can use it to do, comes from giving them ownership, right? And then tying it back to Chinese New Year. Now, I'm kind of thinking, you know, maybe we don't have to wait until primary school to start that journey for our children. You know, why not the next Chinese New Year to get the red packet, right? Why not just give it to them and, and say, you know, instead of, um, bringing them, putting it in a bank for them, we just say, you know, this is your money. Now you can go and decide what you want to do with the money. You can go together to the bank and bank it in together and you can earn some interest or you can use it to buy things going forward. So from this, I think it could be an interesting platform where, you know, other engaging, you know, lessons come out. It could be math lessons where, you know, your child takes the money to a, a shop and needs to decide how much money to pay, how much money to get back and change from the aunties and uncles. I think there can just be many different ways to play around with it. But the core concept for appreciating the true value of money, I think, comes back to we have to give our, our kids ownership of, of it to start. Yeah, I, actually, I never thought of going with my kid to the bank uh, or maybe even to the, the cash deposit machines to deposit the, the Ang Pao money. But I, I think that's a good idea. I've, I've done with my kid um, the depositing of coins at the coin machine at some mm. of these bank branches, but never, never Ang Pao money. So maybe I shall start this year with going with him to the bank with the Ang Pao money. That'll be a good idea. Yeah, or well, even because I was, so my girl loves like, like the Disney characters, Minnie Mouse, right? And, mm. and so I was thinking kind of, you know, now that she understands, kind of get what money is, why not bring her to shop for a wallet? And then, you know, with the wallet, the conversation starts, right? You know, she can start putting some coins in. You know, kids nowadays, they like, you know, doing things themselves. They like to be independent with yeah. a wallet. You know, maybe they go to a store and they start um, paying money with, some stuff and you know, that's where everything gets started I think okay yeah actually my son does have a wallet it's just been sitting around idle okay time to get started Stanley <laughs> alright thank you for that JC <laughs> now finance it can be a complex topic um, at least from an adult's perspective I, I'm pretty bad with money uh, honestly but but you know it ought not to be so for kids I, I suppose what are the parameters of teaching our kids about money I mean is it usually about just savings and 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 what to spend on or what can be spent on with what you have, um, that sort of thing? I mean, does it have to go into even how to invest and build to grow your wealth uh, in that sense? 
I think money, money related topics and finance itself can definitely be complex, but I think it can also be as simple as we want it to be because especially when engaging kids, um, you mentioned savings. I think when talking about money with kids, we should really distill it down to the first principles, right? What are the most important values and aspects of money that we want to inculcate in our children that will benefit them for a long time? And savings is definitely a core foundation principle. If we can teach our child to save, we can teach our child to spend less than the money they earn. They avoid a bunch of potential money issues that they might face when in adulthood, right? And then you mentioned, right, building wealth. Once you save, taking the money you save and investing it to grow the wealth further itself doesn't need to be a complex topic either, right? To my mind, um, instead of diving into the details of you know, what exactly you should invest in, how you should invest in, and all the complexity of the finance world with kids. We should just focus on, again, the, the most important bit in wealth, wealth building wealth, which is patience, right? How do we, how, how are we able to be patient in letting our wealth grow and investing in the right things? How can we have a long-term mindset, right? And these are some of the topics that we try to highlight in our children's book, right? Because if you are able to be patient, if you have, that long-term view, that delayed then you can, you know, let the fruit go and harvest the fruits, you know, years and decades later. I think mm. the kids just come back to the core, you know, core simple um, ideas without having to go into a lot of the details. Yeah, but um, how do we even explain to them, say, what interest is? We talk about savings and I know interest rates are really low in a savings bank account. Um, interest and then inflation, which eats into even the interest earned. So ultimately, it might be a net loss uh, altogether. So how do we explain these concepts or could we keep it till later? Yeah, I think it's age-appropriate stuff. So getting to the interest and inflation bit, I think you'll probably have to wait till the kids is at least, I don't know, primary three, primary four or something. But I think um, the story can really come from, so the simple story of planting a fruit tree, right? Um, teaching the lessons of patience, but the fruit itself, when you harvest the fruit, it's kind of like interest, right? So maybe, you know, you plant one seed and then 10 years time, you get a, a tree full of fruits and the fruits, you know, it's a 10x multiplier or 20x multiplier on that little seed that you plant in the first place. It's not too different from putting your money in a bank and letting it grow as interest compounds year after year. So it's drawing, I guess, trying to create relatable examples from what they see in day-to-day -day life and then um, reflecting it in, in what actual money matters are. Yeah, I'm actually just thinking about like the, the thing about inflation. Day-to-day -day examples, let's say if we go to a, a place to eat, the portions are smaller and we pay more for a smaller portion. So probably this is, you know, the way to introduce such concepts to, to little ones. Yeah, the price may stay the same, but the portions have shrunk. And, and yes. I'm, I, when you're talking about that, I'm suddenly brought to memory. Uh, just a few days ago, I bought a loaf of bread. Uh, same price, but uh, it seems to have shrunk. Like there are less slices in there. It's like oh, this is weird. I never expected it to be so so short. Yeah, uh, and also loaf. I think you know ki uh, kids they learn by um, 
watching parents' behavior. So for, yeah. for us, the, the values, habits, I think they're all important for them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as learning lessons. Now, as part of uh, Ford's literacy initiative as well, Teach Your Child to Invest, two books titled More Than Enough and Little by Little have been launched as part of a planned series of picture books to teach children the basic concepts of investing. Um, do share uh, briefly with us the stories and some of the key concepts the book explore and impart to young ones. Sure. So two books. The first one is called More Than Enough. Um, it's a story about a squirrel and the mom. Um, effectively, they are gathering acorns. And the little squirrel goes, you know, mom, you know, how much acorns do we need to gather? And the mom says, effectively, we need to gather enough to eat, enough to enjoy, enough to share, and enough to save for a rainy day. So this is a story that seeks to highlight the important value of saving for a rainy day for kids. And then the second book that we have is called Little by Little. And, you know, the same little squirrel takes the acorn. And today she decides that she wants to plant the acorn into a tree and then put it in the soil. Day one, nothing happened. Day two, nothing happened. But over a period of time, slowly but surely, and little by little, the acorn goes into a big oak tree. And the value that we seek to highlight in this story is really the importance of being patient, the importance of having a long-term view and delayed gratification. And then over a long, long period of time, then you can harvest the fruits of your labor. So I think like this two story, again, ties back to what I mentioned before, the simple concepts, the simple ideas. I think those are the things that will stick with children um, over a long period of time. Yeah, I, I like it. I mean, the fact that it's also, you know, promoting certain values like patience, uh, like in the other book, sharing, uh, you don't just, you know, save your money and invest and grow, but you also learn to share uh, what you have, uh, acorns or money or other th- assets. Um, now, we have discussed a fair bit so far, JC, on this show. So for perhaps an easy takeaway for parents of young children or even those of us who may be educators of young ones, would there be a maybe a simple framework to use to impart knowledge and shape attitudes about about money for little ones that you might have on hand? Yeah, definitely. I think for me, I always go back to financial literacy education and the concepts and the lesson shouldn't be any different from how we teach basic values, basic moral values to our kids. You know, we teach them the importance of hard work, honesty, or integrity, and the way we teach some of these values has always been through storytelling, right? I mean, even today, I remember my parents, when I was a kid, used to tell me, oh, you know, hard work is so important. There's, you know, the story of a farmer who worked so hard to grow rice and then eventually he can harvest the rice and have the rice, you know, for years. And, you know, these stories, simple as they are, you know, the values that come out actually stick with us across our adulthood, right? So, in teaching financial literacy is really not any different, right? Focus on the simple core concepts on saving, on having patience, true stories, you know, it's a platform we can engage our kids over and over, right? They like to hear the same stories again and again, right? So we tell them, repeat the concepts again and again, and I think we will be pleasantly surprised by how long many of these stories and the lessons can stick with our child for the, the, the rest of their life. Mm, yeah, and, and like uh, we also said, uh, role modeling as well. Uh, you know, sometimes they've got all the, uh, these supermarket cash accounters, you know, those collection boxes for, you know, a charity a group, for instance, certain causes. Sometimes it's also, you know, be, be perfect opportunities to drop a coin or give your child a coin and drop it in and then explain 
why why that box is there where does the money go and that that sort of thing as well uh, just my, my own personal thoughts on the matter well we are speaking with uh, JC Shreer who is a portfolio manager and equity analyst with the Ford Asset Management Singapore team and we are getting savvy about how to talk to our young children about money and also having them start their financial literacy at an early age currently there are two books in the series by Ford Asset Management and it's titled More Than Enough and the other is titled Little by Little. And these picture books aim to teach children the basic concepts of investing and also so many other values within as we've just established with JC. Uh, the PDF versions of the book are available for free online. Uh, if you've got a pen and paper um, or your mobile phone, open your notes um, app. And uh, this is the website, foordford.com. Yeah, foord.com slash teach dash your dash child dash invest and then dash zero but i'm sure that zero will grow to a huge amount of money once your children understand um, the value of money and all the different concepts as well thank you jc for making time to speak with us today i'm sure it's been educational for all our young parents or parents of young children tuning in today as we uh, get our kids a little bit more savvy with money thank you for joining us thanks Danny. thanks for you. thank you